Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Blush. I'm Tiffany, and I'm here with my co-host, Hiva. Hiva, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Where are you? <laughs> I have left the senior living community in Palm <laughs> Beach. They had quite the celebration, like right after I left. They were like, that bitch that's fighting people in the gym, <laughs> that's just walking around with her titties out, that's <laughs> half the age of everyone here has finally left. Um, I'm in Washington, D.C. I'm kind of a nomad now. Everyone's like, where are you living? I don't know where I'm living. I love this. I think every episode will do an update as to where you are. Um, also, probably good for like the cardiac health of the senior living community that you're not there anymore. Like, I'm sure there are like, uh, these men are old. Like, they will have a heart attack if they have to keep looking at your hot body. So, like, either she's fighting them or sexually arousing them, and neither one is good. <laughs> nope. Just too much arousal all around. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm in DC for uh, TBD to be determined. And yeah, we'll go from there. I'm just, I'm a nomad, I guess. That just is what it is. Hashtag digital nomad. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag lifestyle blogger. <laughs> Wait, speaking of which. Yes. I have to get into something. The other day, a friend of mine who I went to high school with, but she was two years above me in high school, messaged me. And I guess she like she doesn't really have social media, but she <laughs> was like, I don't know, like LinkedIn stalking people. I don't know exactly what was happening. She came across this girl's LinkedIn that we went to high school with, but she was her year in high school. So I didn't really know her. This girl was like, like one of the popular mean girls in high school. And she's now like some kind of like vegan influencer who talks about like, she's like a yoga teacher and like her and like a few other girls who were all like popular mean girls in high school. And she said like they were actually mean girls. They're all like, you know, like fucking like raw vegans and they have this like wellnessy app and like post like inspirational quotes and it's all like about meditation and like uh, you know owning yourself and like they had posted something about how like one time someone made like an innocuous comment in high school and it gave them an eating disorder and she's like you girls terrorized people in high school and like I guess they're all like life coaches and shit like that and we were kind of talking about it and she's like is it okay that I'm kind of triggered and I was like okay here's like the least cynical way to look at it right like these were just kind of like cunts in high school and, <laughs> and maybe like learned from their cunty ways and now like had a whole change of heart and it brought them down this path, right? And, you know, I can analogize to that. Like I talk a lot about shit that I've done in the past. Like for example, how I friend zoned a lot of guys and now I've like learned and grown from my ways and I kind of give advice on the other end. But I do wonder when we were in high school, it was a different time. And I think what was cool and popular at the time was like being kind of cunty, being a little bitchy, like being exclusive, being high school mean girls. And I think the tide has kind of shifted. And I think maybe, I don't know, 
because like I have no idea. Like I do not have my finger on the pulse of what's cool or trendy at all anymore. Yeah. But I get the vibe. Wellness is cool now. Yoga is cool. Meditation is cool. Healthy eating, healthy living. These things are kind of trendy now. And so the same girls who were like bitches in high school to everyone else are now the girls that are fucking like wellness influencers and have like hundreds of thousands of followers preaching this message. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this? It's tricky because you obviously hope it's coming from an authentic place. And if it is, that's great. I find it kind of hard to believe it's coming from an authentic place unless they are kind of admitting what they used to be. Like if they're not openly saying, hey, I wasn't very nice at some point. I've learned a lot from it and I've come out from the other side through therapy and self-work then it's inauthentic, right? Like you have to be self-aware. Yeah. I've admitted that I've done things in the past in situations that I deeply regret. And I think that's the first step of becoming a better person. If you're not aware of the shit that you've done, then there's no way of you, you can say I'm like at a good place. You just can't. Yeah. And so I really hope that that's the case that because then it's a really compelling story, right? Like I used to be such a bitch. I've learned and grown from my ways. And and listen, we do that constantly, right? I mean, I'm not out here pretending I used to always eat healthy. No, like I used to have a fucking eating disorder. I would eat like really unhealthy when I did eat. Like I own all of these things or even, I mean, it's kind of like if you and I had started this podcast being like how to be like really healthy and functional in dating you know what I mean without owning like it's the exact opposite all we do is talk about how fucking crazy we are but we're trying to be better we should invite them on the podcast and confront them we should invite them on the podcast you know Langley High School which is a high school that you went to and I went to for a year I couldn't do more than a year emotionally and mentally I think not to group But it was very clicky and the girls were really nasty. And I have to say, I think when you're in that environment as well, I'm not trying to defend them. Like, I feel like it's that group mentality. So there was a chance they left high school, realized it and were like, "Okay, you can't actually be like this in the real world. See, what concerns me is that it's the same group that started (laughs) this together. (laughs) Like if it were just one of them, I'd be like, she definitely learned and grew from her ways and like blah, blah. But they're still in the same herd. Uh. still have the same herd mentality probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I don't know, but maybe. I mean, that would be nice. She kind of wants to message her. And I was like, "You know what? Like I think you should Like, I don't think you should confront this in your first message to her. I think you should message her, get a dialogue going, and then we'll be able to find out, like, see if she shows any ownership for how she used to act. Because, like, I also would hate it if someone just, like, took a glance at my Instagram and was like, this bitch is, like, talking about eating healthy. Like, she wouldn't eat for days and then would, like, just slurp bacon grease and now she's over here posting salads. Like, you know, people might not know that at first glance. But then if you dive in, you see how much ownership I show. Same with me. They're like, this bitch had the smallest tits. And now it's just like, (laughs) who does she think she is? She gets two implants and like, it's all boobs. Like she needs to relax. I completely understand. What they don't know is like, (laughs) I just feel better about myself now. No, everyone, you can transition to a different person. That's fine. 
Yeah, you can. Or like, I mean, God, if any of the guys I dated just see that I have a podcast about dating, they'd be like, this bitch is doling out advice on dating. Like, they don't know that it's really just a cautionary tale of what not to do. I can't even talk about my exes. It's so bad. I'm sitting here like me and you're like, can you talk about this? I'm like, let's not talk about this on the podcast. There's so much toxicity. I've gone through an entire relationship and breakup and it's like, we're not even talking about that right now. This is happening in real time. We'll get there. We'll get get there eventually. Yeah. I think in conclusion, what I'd like to say on this is if you are someone who has like really learned and grown in some major way, I think that's beautiful. And I think that you should own it. Speaking of relationships, there's something I realized And you realize, we both realize it at the same exact time. Yeah. And completely independently. It's so interesting. Yeah. It's so weird. And I think if you are dating someone or in a relationship with someone and you're kind of on the fence about it, you're like, I really like this person, but I don't know if there's a future. This is something that could completely change how you view the relationship. Also, if you're single, this is a great way to look at the next person you date. Yeah, it it is not limited to relationships at all. I will say if you're single, wait until you've been dating the person for like a little bit of time and gotten to know them before doing this sort of mental test, because you have to kind of know the person in order to come to this conclusion. But the biggest thing is ask yourself this question, would you want to have kids with them? Now, it doesn't matter if you want to have kids, right, Eva? Because we don't really know if we want to have kids. Yeah. So take that element out of it. Like take out your personal feelings towards having children. Just in a hypothetical scenario, if you were to have kids, would you bring kids into the world with this person? It's would you want to raise a child, instill values in a child with this person? And the reason he and I came to this conclusion is because sometimes as, as women or as men, we can put up with a lot of bullshit and we'll let a lot of shit slide. But if you have a child, there is that unconditional love you have for the child and there you want to protect the kid from any negativity, yep. anything bad. And so would you feel comfortable bringing an innocent creature into this world with this person, with the relationship that you're in, with the values and morals this person has? And if there is a hesitation, it's not a good sign. <laughs> I've really hesitated to say anything negative about Van Guy because like, I don't want to throw him under the bus. Like he really was good for me in the moment. Like it was exactly what I needed. And he is a good guy. But, you know, we all have our demons. So, like, I'm not trying to vilify him. I just want to illustrate this. I mean, I don't even know if I want kids. But the period where I dated him was one of the most firmly I would never have kids periods in my life. And it really was because I would not want a child to be exposed to certain things that he did or said, whether it was like his views on certain things that I just so strongly disagree with that I wouldn't want like an innocent child exposed to that or just like the way he would talk to me sometimes. Like I wouldn't want a child to like have to see that or just his general, the way that he is versus 
God, I shouldn't be saying this, but like whatever. The person I'm dating now, I'm not saying like I want to have kids with him or like whatever. I just think like the way that he is like just like how he's like fun and silly and like we laugh together and like the way he treats me with respect and he like helps me with my goals. Like I would be okay with a child being exposed to that. If you just sit down and really put aside your feelings on having kids because it it doesn't matter. That part does not matter at all. And envision children in the current relationship that you're in. Don't think about, well, if he changes this or he changes that, because we can't base decisions off of that. You have to take the relationship, what it is right now at face value, or what it's been for the past month or two. Like go as recent as you can. I know every relationship goes through hard times. So if there's something that has happened specifically, it's tough to use that against someone. But like, look, that's life. If the relationship is stressful now and you haven't even added children into the mix, like children's Mm -hmm. just going to be another stressor like everyone thinks oh well if not everyone but some people think if I have a a child with this person it'll help the relationship 10 out of 10 times it doesn't it's gonna just make it worse yeah so if it's already like stressful and there's something that's happened that your partner and you are not handling well well if you add a kid into it it's just gonna make it worse it's not gonna make it better yeah and stress is not an excuse for toxicity. I think sometimes in the past I've, I won't speak for you, but I'll say in the past, maybe I've taken things out on my partner and I do take full responsibility and accountability for that. But I also don't think my partner was there for me and knew how to handle the situation, which I think if they had, I probably wouldn't have been taking it out on them necessarily. That's true. I don't want to blame them, but you know. Yeah. You know what I actually think really helps? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. So I think we all have our demons, right? Like everyone has their demons. I am the demon, so. (laughs) But yes. (laughs) I like to think of myself as the demon's assistant. Yes. Yeah, we all have our demons, but I think the key to all relationships, and I'm not even talking about romantic, like all interpersonal relationships in your life, is finding people whose demons are compatible with yours. And I'm not saying the same as yours, but just compatible. And like for me, what I think tends to work is people who share some demons and then some demons are polar opposite. Because where you share is where you can connect and understand each other, but where you're opposite is where you can help each other and really complement each other. That's such a key thing for me right now in terms of dating is I really want to be with a guy who not only has gotten th- gone through something, but has come out of it the other side in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And it's in a good mental headspace, but also can like understand where I've come from. And I've never had that in a relationship before ever I feel like I've had certain things where it's either been a judged or be just not understood at all and I've made out to like am I crazy like am I crazy and yeah. then like you talk to someone else and they're like you're actually fine like your shit's really not that deep or bad it's like just the person you were with just didn't understand you at all I had this friend, I think we've called her Penny in the past on the podcast. We're not friends anymore, but she is not like her parents are not American. And I do think people who are like who live in a country that isn't 
you know, their parents' country who like look different, have all these experiences, tend to have certain types of demons, you know, that I think are relatable amongst us. But sometimes I think, and not always, but sometimes, you know, when you're just like an American person who's grown up in America, you can't necessarily relate. Now, sometimes you can. I do have a lot of very American friends who can relate to some of my feelings of like not fitting in and always feeling like an outsider because they had other things that made them feel that way. So I'm not trying to make it like a race type issue at all. But she was dating and she's actually married to this guy who is very like cookie cutter, white picket fence. Like he just like has never dealt with like depression or anxiety. And, you know, when they started dating, it was like, what seemed like this like damaged, troubled baggage girl with this like very perfect guy who just cannot relate to any of her shit. I can't date someone like that. I mean, she's even told me like they don't have a very emotionally intimate relationship, even like, you know, 12 years later or however many years they've been together. And, you know, maybe that works for her. I don't know. I'm not here to judge other people's relationships. It really is important to find someone who can relate to some things and then can compliment. Like what Ozzy and I have is I think really nice because, and I don't want to get too much into like his life, but he can relate to my shit. Like when I like go in and out of depression or like all these things, he can relate. He knows what I feel like. Like he knows, even though like we have different pasts, he can relate to like some of these demons, but then also in certain ways, he's very different. Like he's, he doesn't, have a tendency towards temper at all so like when I'm kind of being crazy he can bring it down that's so important yeah so like our fighting styles are different in a very complimentary kind of way like we don't really fight it's just like I kind of fight with myself (laughs) and he stays pretty calm (laughs) and so it never gets like explosive because I just kind of tuck around It's like a child who's like had a little too much sugar. He just lets me like do laughs until I tuck her out. But see, that is so important in a relationship. Does the person make you feel crazy and act crazy or does he calm your crazy down? Because we're all kind of crazy. Like mm-hmm. no one's sane and no nope. no one should be, right? Like it's okay. Nope. Yeah. And I think the long-term relationships I've been in because my partners didn't understand me, they always kind of made me feel crazy. Like I was always felt like I was fucking nuts. When you're made to feel crazy, you almost feed into it and you are like, okay, well, if I'm crazy, I might as well just fucking embrace that. (laughs) Like, I guess I am crazy. Yep. I mean, it's, it's kind of like low key gaslighting, honestly. Yeah. Like not to throw around big words, but it kind of is. That's, you know, with the comedian, like he's someone who just couldn't understand any of my shit so like felt like this broken crazy girl and I like constantly was just like holding it in all the time and then like you know there were two times literally where I had alcohol and it just came all pouring out and he just had no idea how to deal with it at all there's nothing worse than dating someone or like having someone in your life that doesn't understand you no matter how hard you try even with friends like I have very few friends solely for that reason because I'm not gonna waste my time on energy on someone that like there isn't a mutual understanding and I think like a lot with friends too um, we should treat our friendships just as strictly as we treat our romantic relationships yeah 
we give our friends a huge fucking pass and we accept a lot of toxic behavior. I've talked to people lately that are in friendships that I think are kind of toxic. And it's like, would you allow your significant other to treat you like that? Then why allow your friend? Speaking of relationships, we found this list that I really liked that kind of normalized. We're all about normalizing shit, right? Normalizing fucked up shit just to make ourselves feel better. But it's just things that are normal in relationships that I think sometimes we just like make a bigger deal out of that don't need to be that big of a deal. My favorite one on this list is letting conflicts go unresolved. I actually really do support that. I think at times I've been really dead set on like, we can't go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. No, it's honestly, I'm pissed. I'd rather just go to bed. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, actually, I remember you made this exact point in episode 27, if anyone wants to go back and listen to it. And then we read it on the list and I was like, yeah, that's it's spot on. Yeah, yeah, like you don't have to resolve every conflict. We also talk about that in episode 20 a little, I think. Yeah. And you don't have, you certainly can let something go until the morning. I mean, it's something that I sometimes have a hard time with because I am so like bull, like I'm a Taurus, you know, like I, yeah. I can be a little argumentative. I can have a hard time letting things go. And like sometimes I'm like, no, like there's this societal thing where it's like you have to resolve everything you have to talk about it or it'll come back sometimes things are just whatever you know the issue is though and I've fallen into this trap is when like you let things go unresolved for like years yeah (laughs) that's a little tricky like one night go to bed wake up try and resolve the situation but um just speaking from experience if the same thing keeps popping up for more than like 365 days (laughs) maybe it's time to do a full look at the relationship fair enough the next one it's normal to need space which it is which none none of us got during quarantine like that wasn't normal no yeah if you were living with your partner good god it was terrible (laughs) it's not good for anyone Yeah, I think it's hard because like in the very beginning of dating someone, you just have like so much dopamine course. By the way, how much do I talk about dopamine on this podcast? (laughs) I'm so sorry. For someone that doesn't have any, you really have to say that. That's probably why I talk about it. It's like, you know, Freud talks about penis envy. Like I have dopamine envy. That's what it is. I'm just trying to, I hope that maybe if I talk about it enough, I can like manifest having some in my brain. You have dopamine. You have dopamine. You have some there. (laughs) Um, Dopamine's overrated. Go on. No, but in the beginning of a relationship, there's so much dopamine. Like you're so like connected. There's like oxytocin. There's all these chemicals in the brain that like make you just like fiend for that person and you want to be around them constantly and it's so exciting and fun and that kind of fades pretty quickly. And then I think it's like, we're kind of like, wait, am I losing interest? Like, am I just not, like, into this person anymore? And, like, no, you just need a healthy, normal amount of space. And you didn't feel that normal, healthy human need for space in the very beginning because your brain was fucking with you because of all the chemicals. The next one, this is a dicey one. Normal to feel attracted to other people. There's a fine fucking line with this. I think it depends on what we mean by attracted. Do you want to have sex with other people or do you see someone in the mall and you're like, oh, they're cute? I am an appreciator of beauty. 
in all genders. So like I, I will notice people who I think are hot all the time. Also, I've learned this through a sex therapist that I've been working with. Apparently our brain is constantly looking for things that in any way are sexual to us. So it's like not unusual to be turned on by something that your brain associates as a sexualized thing. So like, I don't think it's necessarily a red flag if you like see someone and you're like turned on by them. But if you're like out there constantly like wanting to fuck other people, I think that's a little bit different, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, when they talk about cheating, men typically cheat for sexual reasons. Typically, I don't like blanketing everyone. And women, it's when they're emotionally neglected. And I had a friend who was in a relationship and she would say a lot that she was thinking about other guys a lot. And she was having sex with her partner and she was sexually satisfied, but she was still thinking about having sex with other guys and came to the conclusion she was emotionally neglected in the relationship. So I think if you're a woman and you're feeling you're just like every guy you see out, you're like having fantasies and you're constantly thinking about other guys, but you're having sex. Like it's not like your, your partner's away and like you haven't seen them in like six months and you're just seeing guys and you're like, fuck, then maybe it's actually something a little bit deeper. I will say I've never like physically cheated, but I've definitely done like kind of shady things in relationships. Okay. I would say emotional cheating maybe. Like I've had like kind of like guy friends who I knew were into me, who I talked to a lot, things like that. And it was always happening when my needs weren't being met in the relationship. If your needs are being met in a relationship, you won't even want to talk or look at anyone else. It won't even cross your mind. I'll even, oof, this is like the episode where we're kind of just getting into van guy shit, but whatever. I like had a thing with Ozzy before he left for Australia. Everyone knows that, I think. And then he was in Australia. I started dating van guy. In the beginning with van guy, I wouldn't even really think about Ozzy that much. Like there was a period where I was really like whatever about him. I knew that he had come back to the U.S. And I always was like, I think we should be friends because like we had so much fun together. Like I've never met someone other than Tiffany whose like sense of humor is so much like mine and I have so much fun with. So like we should be friends, but it wasn't like much more than that. And then as the relationship with Van Guy went on and I was like realizing all these things that I like just weren't in alignment with me like my needs in certain ways weren't being met, I would think about Ozzy more and more and more. And like, I even remember one time Van Guy and I were going somewhere and I texted you, Tiffany, and I was like, I just can't stop thinking about like how much better this trip would be if it were with Ozzy instead of Van Guy. Now, I really didn't do anything shady in this situation at all, but it just does highlight like how differently it is when your needs are being met versus aren't being met and also like van guy and i had a fine sexual relationship the entire time so it was not a sexual thing it was 100 percent an emotional thing yeah as women when we suppress our emotional needs and we 
tell ourselves that it's fine when it's not fine, we act out in various ways. I think men too, honestly, I will say like most men that I know who cheat, actually, I would say I know two categories. One are just men who've been hurt in some specific way, like in a really deep way, usually cheated on in a very bad, dramatic way. And those men I've known to be like big cheaters in the future. And the second category, and this is what I see way more, is they're actually unhappy in their relationship in an emotional way. And they cheat because of that. There are men that I think are just, that I know personally that are serial cheaters. That it's a, they have extremely low self-esteem. Which is like kind of the first category, right? Like they were hurt in some way. They have like low self-esteem and they need that validation. It's a huge validation thing. And I do think women cheat for validation as well. But I think women also... I don't know, get a lot of validation, right? Like I don't think yeah. I don't think girls cheat for validation. I think we really cheat when we feel really fucking neglected. We should honestly have an expert on cheating on this. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Oh, I, I know dated a guy. A guy. <laughs> I know a guy that I dated that is an expert on cheating. We can ask yeah, him. I dated a guy who cheated on me with like hundreds of women. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. <laughs> my guy never cheated on me because I would never fucking date this guy but it's interesting because he is a serial cheater and he does sleep around a lot and he's the worst sex I've had micro penis never cheated on me but he is a serial cheater also and like has like extreme issues with well, um, an extremely small penis <laughs> yeah so that's why I don't think he'll come on the podcast so anyways next up is normal to feel jealous. I agree with this one. I think it is normal to feel jealous. I think jealousy though can be really tricky and it's the type what type of jealousy are we projecting? Is it like cuz this is my thing. I'm not a jealous person. That's I'm a lot of things, but I don't think jealousy is my thing, but I am kind of like I like to tease. Like mm-hmm. I love to tease a guy on girls that he's dated if if like a girl checks him out if he Mm -hmm. talks to a girl around me like I will a hundred percent give the guy shit for that but it's not coming from a seriously actually upset place at all of all the types of crazy jealousy is just one that I've never really been until Ozzy with Ozzy I do exactly that and like he'll laugh at it you know I'm like I know this girl's hitting on you. Like, I know this girl likes you, like, blah, blah. And I think in my head, I'm like, he's so amazing. Like, every girl wants him, you know? It's not jealousy. It's like you're almost putting them on a pedestal. Yeah. Where you're like, and in a weird way, I like it. I do too. Yeah. Cause I like with my, like, a lot of my exes in the past, I'm like, no, none of these. Like, why would anyone be? Like, I barely like him. Yeah. She'd be like, he'd be like, oh, she just checked me out. And I'm like, well, she doesn't know what's actually going on. So yeah. <laughs> why would she do that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it if I'm with a guy and he gets, if girls are sliding into his DMs or if like girls want him. Like, I love that. Like, I would not love it if he's responding and like egging it on. But if he's not doing anything, if he's just existing. Here's the thing. Are you jealous because... 
you're actually fearful of losing this person because like their behavior is shady in some way? Or are you jealous because like this person that you have is so amazing and you think other people can see that amazingness, but they're not doing anything to contribute to that? Yeah. And I don't even know if that's jealousy. Like, I don't think we're being jealous. I think we're just like, we're into it almost. Like, it's the opposite. Like, I'm flattered. I love it. I rather, I want to be with a guy like that. But I know girls that are, and I've heard stories from guys that I've dated that had exes that were insanely jealous like had to track their phone had like had trackers would have passwords for their social media accounts if they talk to another girl would lose their shit i have this guy friend and he started dating this chick actually a persian girl it's funny like he had a crush on me way back in the day. And then ever since having a crush on me, he's only liked Persian girls. But obviously I wasn't going to tell her this because this girl was crazy. So we're having drinks one night and it's like the first time I met her We're you know, doing the drunk girl, like, Oh my God, I love you. Oh my God, I love you. Whatever. Like, and I was like, listen, like, I'll just say his name because I don't give a fuck. Peter's dated like a lot of bad shit girls, but I love you. Like, I'm so happy he's like finally found this like nice, sweet girl. Like, I'm so happy about this. Tiffany, she started crying, crying, not because she was happy or flattered, but at the thought of Peter having dated other girls before her. That's disturbing. And on that note, I like to hear about exes me too I ask a lot of questions I want to know all about your last relationship I want to know all about the girls that you've dated I want to see pictures I want to see their Instagram what did their vagina look like how is the sex (laughs) what's your social security number all of it I want all the details that's crazy to me that she would freak out okay if you are crying over the thought of your partner having had been with someone in the past I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. That is not normal jealousy like that. I think you should see someone for because that's not it's not okay. That's not like healthy jealousy. That's I mean, that is like we're not spring chickens over here. Like we've dated people in the past. Yeah, (laughs) it is not like I, I was like, girl, this is before he knew you. What are you talking about? And she's like, I just hate the thought of him like having ever been with someone else. I was like, what? It's tough. And I want to give this example because I think if you're listening to this and you are the jealous type, you're probably making the situation worse. I dated Mm -hmm. a guy who had a lot of girls and was a bit of a playboy. I have a I have a weakness for playboys sometimes. I've dated a few and me and him stopped talking and mainly because he started talking to another girl. He ended shit with me. And I was like, that's fine. We didn't live in the same country. I didn't expect to continue a long distance situation. He starts dating this girl about a month later. I haven't even really talked to him at all. I definitely hadn't messaged him. I don't remember if he had messaged me. I don't think so. I get a phone call from him. I'm at dinner. I don't pick up. And I text him like, is everything okay? And he's like, I have a girlfriend. I can't talk to you anymore. I was like, okay, we weren't even fucking talking. I don't give a shit. Like, why do you need, why are you telling me this? I haven't talked to you in like a month. Mm -hmm. And then I get another phone call and I was like, I'm at dinner. Can I call you back? And he says, okay. I call him back and a girl picks up. And I was like, oh, who the fuck is this? And he's (laughs) like, she's like, I'm his new girlfriend. And I went through his phone. He's asleep right now. I'm at his place. 
he's passed out and I saw your guys's text messages and I just wanted to make sure are you still into him and I was like sweetie what are these text messages from and she's like a while ago like they're not recent and I was like okay then what are you what are you concerned about like I'm not texting him if you're looking at the same text messages I'm looking at he's either texted me or we haven't texted at all she's like I know but I just wanted to make sure and I was like listen I'm not into him number one but number two if he's making you feel this insecure where you feel the need to call me a girl that has no interest in him that hasn't spoken to him then I think honestly you deserve a lot better than this shit like that's not fair to you like you shouldn't be right now crouch in the corner in the dark (laughs) while he's passed out just blindly calling some girl living in another country I was living in another country worried that I want him let's say I do want him There's like thousands of miles away from us. What the fuck can I really do at the end of the day? And look, if you just have jealous tendencies, that's one thing. But if a guy is actually, or a girl, is making you feel that fucking insecure, then you should really get yourself out of that relationship. Because I don't think she ever felt 100% great. He was forced to block me, unfollow me. Um, It was pretty extreme what she did. And I have to say it made him want me more. Like, actually, mm-hmm. I think he was done with my ass. And then every time they would get into a fight, guess what he would do? He would text me. Mm-hmm. Every time they had some issue, he would text me. And honestly, I'm not saying I don't think he was into me. I was this, like, unforbidden fruit now, and she's making it worse. Don't be jealous. Because honestly, you'll make him act out. If a guy feels suffocated, if a girl feels suffocated, we lash out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last thing on the list of things we should normalize is dry spells. I vehemently disagree with this. No, I'm really? just kidding. No, I think, okay. I think there's a lot of factors to that. What is your sex drive typically? If it's like you are wanting to be sexually active but not with your partner, that's a red flag. Yeah, so I can relate to this. Like I, I've i talked about this before. Like I tend to have a pretty high sex drive the only time where it's like really dropped has been in response to certain people that I was dating. But they're like in a really long-term relationship, there's shit that happens, right? There's like hormonal related things. There's stress. There's just like you get a new job and you're busy. I do think it's normal. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that long-term of a relationship for sometimes things to ebb and flow a little bit. I do agree with that 100%. I think sometimes, I'll only speak for myself, I've used those things as an excuse to mask relationship problems. Because I think our, our sexual energy is attached a lot to how happy we are in the relationship. And sometimes we'll be like, well, I'm just busy with a job or I'm just stressed out or I'm this. But at the end of the day, why does that necessarily stop you from wanting to have sex? How are those two connected? Like there are other things though. Like there's like medications that affect sex drive. Health stuff is completely different. Okay. Physical body stuff, but like life stuff, like 
there's always life shit going on. There's always going to be something. Yeah. And I think in a healthy relationship, you work around it. Like I have friends from law school who are married to each other. You know, when we were in law school, whatever, it was fine. Studying for the bar was fine. But when they both started their jobs, like working like fucking 80 hour weeks and stuff, it really did put a damper on their sex life. But because they both were really into and committed to the relationship, they figured it out. They made certain adjustments and they figured it out. So I do think that with life stuff, like, yeah, it can affect it. And then you figure it out. Yeah. Think of it. The life stuff. Is it like a time thing? Are you just not physically seeing your partner? Are you just physically unable to be sexual? Or are you seeing your partner, but you're just kind of stressed out at work and you're using that as an excuse to not want to have sex? Yeah. And we do that a lot because we don't want to face whatever issues are going on in the relationship. So that's like a really easy scapegoat. But then there is like real medication stuff where 100%. I think we need to like actually give grace, especially I think it affects men a lot more than women. So we do need to kind of extend some grace. Like if your partner just went on an SSRI, that's probably going to affect their sex drive. You know? and, yeah. Anything to do with what you're putting inside your body or any physical situation that's going on is a huge huge massive exception. Yeah. I thought I think it was a beautiful post and I think at the end of the day what this article or whatever it was said was that like there's really no distinct rule book for what a healthy relationship looks like. There's evidence-based research but like, you know, your relationship better than anyone else. So you get to decide what works for you guys. And so they were just kind of trying to dispel some myths. But at the end of the day, like, you know, what's best for you. Just be really fucking honest with yourself. It's very difficult to do that when you're in a relationship because you're so hyper aware of everything that the other person is doing and how that's affecting you that sometimes we just... I don't know. Don't look at our own shit, whatever that is. That's so true. Yeah, so well said on my. We don't look at our own shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go, I do have a listener question that I think we should address. Okay. I'm going to read it. I wish. I could type it so you could see how he put emphasis in this because it's pretty funny. He wrote, okay. "You guys have discussed female grooming." in-depth with in-depth emphasized in every way possible so sorry about that by the way it was really (laughs) unnecessary and honestly literally no one asked for it no one asked (laughs) but haven't said much about guys would love to hear your takes on manscaping slash male hygiene i mean i've hooked up with one guy that had like a full 1970s bush And that was the last time I saw him ever again. So I have very different views on this. I do not like a guy who manscapes. At all? One thing I will not do is a guy who shaves everything. Like, no, I am not trying to fuck a prepubescent boy. No, no. It's a hard no for me. And if I have seen that, I've been like, I'm going to need you to grow it out before we do anything ever again. Now, if a guy wants to trim a little, that's fine. Um, I also, I think, have a tendency to date guys who aren't, like, that hairy by nature. So, like, maybe it's just less offensive. I don't know. But, like, I want to date a grown adult man. Okay, with manscaping, how long is the hair? It's, like, as long as... 
I'm like using my eyebrows as an example. Right? I don't my no, eyebrows. No, it's are, like it's a normal bush. Or or manscaping. I don't know. I like a guy who looks like a fucking adult man. I don't think it's gonna be completely bare. Like it's not like like us. But I've seen have you not seen that? Bare bear? I've seen like they look like they shaved like two days ago. I've seen pretty fucking shaved. I don't like it to look like it's been shaved ever. Oh, I like manscaping. But see, I think most girls do. And I think we've done a poll on this in our stories. I've also seen other polls on it. And I do think most women like, I think the consensus is not fully bare shaved, but some manscaping. My preference is... I just, I want you to look like an adult man looks. Kiva likes a long beard on the face and a long beard on the crotch is yep. essentially what I she like likes. I like to choke on hair, <laughs> essentially, oh is where I'm going. Listen, I'm vegan. I need like the proteins that are in human hair. It's not a deal breaker for me. Like if a guy doesn't have hair or has hair, it's really just not that big of a deal. Like it's just not that deep. It used to bother me less, but the older I get, like if I see a fucking guy who is shaved down, ugh, I think it's so gross. Guys also have various hair growth where like I've seen guys that just like naturally don't have chest hair or like yeah. naturally don't have stomach hair, but then have like hair on their arms or like maybe yeah. their leg hair isn't that much, but they have a lot of chest hair. Like I've seen all variations and I think whatever's natural, like I, if he's okay, I think the key is how much effort is he putting in? Is that just how his yeah. natural body is? Cause I've dated literally guys with massive chest hair, no like minimal leg hair and vice versa but they just lived like that I'm cool with that if you're trying to shave and match shit and waxing and doing more shit to your body than I do that's a little fucking weird that's exactly what bothers me right I don't care about like what a what you naturally look like what bothers me is like that level of effort it just to me it's it's just a little meh. yeah because I typically love chest hair but I'm talking to a guy right now that doesn't have any chest hair. And I, I mean, I'm complete. He has a little yeah. bit, but like, it's not that much. And I'm okay with that. I yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I've not. Yeah, I've not once been like, oh, you don't have enough hair here. You no. know, I've dated Asian men who have like are slippery like seals. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. That's just what they look like. But I've dated fucking Persian men who shave everything. And I'm like. I'm going to go vomit if they this shave doesn't. their legs. Dude, I've met guys who've shaved chest, legs, I don't think cubes. It, here's the thing, though. If you have like, because I know sometimes what guys do, they'll have like weird hair growth, like on their chest or somewhere where they try and like match it. I get that. Have you seen guys sometimes they're like patchy on their face or like wherever and they like mm -hmm. don't fix it? That looks fucked up in my opinion. Like fix your fucking face. Like if you don't have great hair growth on your face, why are you growing out a beard? Like you shouldn't be doing that. Have you seen yeah. guys that have patchy beards or no? Not really. I think all guys should have beards unless they have a very chiseled jawline. I love a guy with a beard. Me too. Facial I think hair. like if you have like a Brad Pitt jawline, you should not have a beard. Like you should let that jawline shine. Very few guys have that jawline. I think all other guys should have a beard. It's like nature's makeup for you. Yeah. Or if you can't grow a beard, don't be one of those guys that like 
very obviously can't grow a beard, but is like forcing it. Yeah. That's what I mean by patchy. Yeah. I think in conclusion, do what's natural to you. And also like, let's take it a little bit deeper. I think I would be super offended if a man like had some kind of like strong preferences on how I handle my body. And so like we talk about our own shit, right? Like we talk about ourselves grooming because we want to groom and like that's what we want to do and feels good to us. We're not out here prescribing what men should do. And I think that other than don't shave, I guess, is something I am prescribing for me personally. Like, yeah. I just don't like it. But if I you think that you Shiva, should don't shave. Yeah. Yeah. Do not shave. I've also heard of guys like shaving because like they think it makes their dick look bigger, like childish. OK, nothing's going to make your dick look bigger unless it's actually bigger. Like, that's not going to make a difference. Yeah, it's not like it's still like if you want to fuck this chick, it's going to go inside. She's going to feel how big it feels. So yeah. the hair is not going to make any difference. Yeah, that all. optical illusion <laughs> is going to do nothing for you. But yeah, I mean, if you if you're dating someone, you can always ask them what their preferences are and accommodate to that. I but I think like we need to move away from this bizarre societal thing where we want people to look pre like it's disgusting we did like three episodes on brazilian but because i want to have a brazilian because like i don't like it when there's a ton of hair there for me personally it just like i don't like the feeling of it but like i'm not a fucking pedo like i'm not trying to fuck it the fbi's involved now but i'm not trying to fuck someone who looks like a child like it's just say that meanwhile me and you are just getting everything ripped off like literally my asshole has been waxed (laughs) actually speaking of small waxing update at the end of the episode we will close on this i went to get waxed in palm beach and um you guys she didn't know what a brazilian was she's like we don't do these we just do mustaches for like the elderly no she I, I had my hesitancy because I didn't think the hair was long enough. And I said that to her and she was like, I was like, I don't know if my hair is long enough. She was like, let me take a look. So I just pulled down my underwear and she stuck her face up close and she goes, it's not long enough. So <laughs> I literally walked into the room and walked right out. So major waxing fail. Just as a heads up, definitely grow it out before you go because it's kind of low-key humiliating walking and walking out right away. And she walked out. She was like, yeah, nothing happened on this one. So like everybody (laughs) knew. Everybody knew. But uh, yeah, on that note, giveaway. What is our giveaway? Maybe if you send us a picture of your full naked body, we'll give you manscaping tips. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. But wait, first you have to um, screenshot this episode, put it in your stories, tag at blush pod, leave a five star review. Seriously, leave a fucking review. Like this isn't <laughs> I'm just I'm sick of this shit. Like I'm fucking sick of these stupid fucking giveaways. Now we're gonna have nudes in our fucking inbox. I don't want yeah. this. The least you could do, the least you could fucking do is go write a few nice words. Takes you two seconds. And then send us your nudes and we'll, we'll tell you if you should manscape or not. We'll give yep. you helpful advice. You know what we're going to say already, actually? He was going to just say, please don't fucking touch a razor. Yeah. Like, grow it out. Like, put some Rogaine in there. <laughs> Let's see a little more hair. <laughs> Crotch Rogaine for men. 
yeah, new business right. idea. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Rogaine. <laughs> Fuck making your dick bigger. We're going to make your hair longer. <laughs> the longer your pubes stick out, the longer it'll make your dick look. All right. On that note, on that horrific <laughs> note, have a good one, guys. Bye, guys.